the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy's feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit Good morning, everybody. If it is morning for you, good afternoon if it's afternoon. Depends on what time zone you're listening to for the Dennis Prager Show. On this Thursday, the 15th day of April, Mark Davis, your Texas talk show buddy, filling in for Dennis, as I so often get to do, and it is always a joy. You know the phone number, 1-8-Prager-776, and if you don't know me, I'm the happy morning host of 660 AM, The Answer, here in the big, bustling Dallas-Fort Worth. Local favorite there, Mr. B.J. Thomas, a prayer lifted up for him. He just got a big stage four lung cancer diagnosis, so let's see if we can wrap the Lord's loving arms around him. Speaking of God... Um, if, if you are familiar with, uh, the, the local show that I do here in DFW or the, the various times that I've had the great opportunity to, uh, to fill in for Dennis, I've all, I've, since in this year plus, in this year plus that we've been dealing with COVID, I remember I was yanked off a spring break in a mid-March beautiful week here in North Texas and said, you know what, if, if life is shutting down all around me, that, uh, that what I probably ought to do is uh, is open a show with prayer, and I don't really envision stopping because, you know, COVID seems to be getting better. Please, Lord, let that be true. That might be about the only thing that's getting better. One of the first things we're going to take a look at on today's Dennis Prager show, court packing. It's happening as we speak. I don't mean the procedure itself, but the first toe in the pool, Senator Ed Markey, whom you will hear in just a moment, I, I I told you so. Dennis told you so. Almost anybody who's paid attention to the left told you they would do this. If you found yourself thinking, oh, it's just Joe Biden. He's just sort of center left. You know, it's not like he's Hillary. It's not like he's Obama. This presidency in its opening gasps is worse than Obama. Do you know where the bar is set for me to tell you that? I'll go one better. This presidency stands to be worse than anything Hillary might have ever done on her worst day. I don't know if Joe himself has turned radical or has simply surrendered the reins to the radicals. But our border is out of control. Our finances are out of control. We're about to cut and run in Afghanistan. The Taliban will run that country. What time is it? Oh, let's give it the end of the year. Now, we'll talk a little bit. I want to talk with you about what you think the right thing to do is as we come up on 20 years since 9-11. I favored the Trump approach of a big drawdown leaving, I don't know, 500 or 1,000 troops at the Bagram Airfield, about 30 minutes north of Kabul, Afghanistan, just so the Taliban knows we can still touch you. 
And I know it's the era of drones and the era of Internet warfare, and we could probably bomb somebody pretty easily on a moment's notice. I know. But there's nothing like some type of even a light American footprint. I do not favor war without end. I'm not talking about 50,000 troops in Afghanistan and Iraq and any other country, you know, for the rest of our natural lives. But this cut and run, it didn't work in Iraq. It didn't work in Vietnam. Anybody old enough to remember Vietnam? Vietnam is a communist country. Why? Because we cut and run. So COVID is getting better. Virtually everything else is on the hot rails to hell. So I maintain my upbeat countenance. I maintain the optimism that carries me through the day. And I'll tell you what helps me do that. And maybe it does for you as well. So if I can, as a guest here on the Dennis Prager Show, engage in a moment that I always begin my local show with, and I hope it is of benefit to you. And then we're going to talk about a bunch of things. We're going to talk some court packing. We're going to talk some Afghanistan. We're going to talk the, uh, the the J&J vaccine. Are there six cases out of 7 million? What? I I don't know about you, but I've just spent a year telling people that it's crazy to overreact to COVID because of the low percentage chance of getting it. And if you get it, the really low percentage chance of dying. Now, we have some of the same people uh, who, who, who suddenly favor yanking J&J because of six cases out of seven million? Boy, there, there's a little statistical disconnect there. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And anything else you want, Suzette is taking your calls at 18Prager776. 18Prager776. Always go to DennisPrager.com uh, for anything Dennis related to catch the show, stream the show. And if you want to uh, hang out with me in the world, the crazy world of Twitter, follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis, M A R K Davis. And as we begin, Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of each new day. Be with us as we chart a course out of this COVID nightmare. Help us to be smart and safe and let us continue to lift up those whose lives and livelihoods have been sidelined by shutdowns and restrictions. Lord, we thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Guide us to fight for our liberties within the law and by following your law. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would wish to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, where our borders actually work, where our uh, elections are reliable, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, in our communities, in our homes, and with our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. So uh, it's funny because within that prayer, it seems like there are like six or seven talk show topics. Oh, yeah, Constitution, uh, borders. Uh, yeah. And I and I do. I, I ask for God's guidance in helping this, this nation, which he absolutely had a hand in creating, uh, so that we can have. And these are not partisan things. 
I don't want the Constitution honored because I'm a conservative. I don't want our elections to be reliable because I'm a Republican. Come on, these are things that everybody should want. All kinds of things that everybody should want are suddenly up for debate. I wrote a book about this. <laughs> it's called Upside Down. Uh, 2016, every word's still true. If you want to go to Amazon, do Mark Davis Upside Down. It's a bunch of chapters, a bunch of little subtopics of ways in which the left has gotten a hold of things and screwed it up. How the left has turned right into wrong, truth into lies, and good into bad. Very proud of that book, and um, I hope you enjoy it as well. Mark Davis, Upside Down on Amazon. Go grab that, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And um, heaven knows I could crank out a few more chapters in, in the years since. And just to kind of wrap up this segment, we'll come back and then we'll just keep your car on the road because I'm going to let you hear Senator Ed Markey talk about how the Supreme Court is broken. Broken? It's it's on its way to being fixed if we can just get, you know, John Roberts' head, you know, pulled out of some orifice. If we can just get, uh, you know, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett to, to actually do what they're supposed to do all the time and not just some of the time. We're in the process of fixing a Supreme Court that had been broken under the weight of judicial activism and judicial tyranny. So, and and you know what? On a prior theme, I don't want the Supreme Court to do my political bidding. Roe v. Wade, for example, the unconscionable 1973 ruling of Roe v. Wade, concocting out of whole cloth a right to terminate a pregnancy, a right that does not exist. You can't find it. It doesn't exist. So Roe v. Wade is improperly found. And I want it overturned, not because I am pro-life, but because it is unconstitutional. Ditto with uh, Obergefell versus Hodges, gay marriage. There, there's no right to, to expect a state to recognize to legally recognize your same-sex marriage. If a state wants to, it can. But it doesn't have to. If a state wants to have permissive, ghoulish abortion laws, they can. But if, if they want to ban it, they can. And that's what will happen when Roe v. Wade is overturned. And again, I don't seek that because I am conservative or because I am pro-life. I seek it because I'm a constitutionalist. And I want the Constitution honored and the Supreme Court to honor the Constitution. Silly, silly me. All right, let's take our first pause. And when we come back, you'll, you'll hear it. And I, I you listen, I told you so. <laughs> one of many that this is this is the agenda they've got one party rule right now and they're going to try to expand the supreme court to 13 people get four more fresh democrats will be there forever so that they can um enjoy the judicial tyranny that is there that is their goal mark davison for dennis will continue the dennis prager show live from the relief factor pain-free studio nothing's worrying me hi dennis prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain of course i want you to know about relief factor the 100 percent drug free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day i take it every day i like being out of pain but i know you may be skeptical i certainly was then i kept hearing about all the people including my wife who were no longer in pain so i decided to give it a try in fact listen to janice's story i was skeptical at first but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free 
but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. That is what they do. A little Philip Phillips of American Idol fame and home. Thanks for making the Dennis Prager Show your home for a thoughtful conversation at this time each day. Mark Davis with you from 660 AM, The Answer in DFW. Uh, let me, a little early phone call action. I'm all about that. I've got the audio of Ed Markey as he unveils uh, this this blatantly naked political power grab of court packing. So let's see what uh, folks think about that. 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. We are in Los Angeles. Mike, Mark Davison for Dennis. Happy Thursday. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay. Uh, I disagree with the fact that you're saying that the Democrats are court packing. And tell me, why do you think that that's illegal? Oh, I didn't say it's illegal. It's not even unconstitutional. They absolutely well, then, then can do it. Then, wait, go ahead. I'm, say, go ahead. I, I, I'm saying that it's a horrible idea. Their motives for doing it are obvious. The Supreme Court, with nine people on it, has worked for about no. for more than half of you the nation's ever, history. There is no reason. No reason. I'll, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be done in a moment. There is no. I'll, we can't both talk so at the same time. I'm, I'm ten, Mike. I'm ten seconds from done. There's no reason to do this except to achieve judicial tyranny. Go, your turn. Was it done before or not? If you go back in history. Oh, we started out with six. That is correct. However, there is no. It's So why why do we why is nine why is nine problematic okay, then, now, then, Mike? Then, then, then. It's, it's problematic because during Obama's administration, Mr. McConnell, he refused yes. to appoint all his. Correct. Let me finish. I let you. Well, no, I, I know we're we're we're, we're all we are all well we are all well familiar well familiar with the uh, with the Merrick Garland situation. We're all well familiar with that, and and it involved a a, a death within an election year. And it enabled people to have the uh, the presidential election uh, determined by the people. The problem is you don't let you don't let the caller talk. That's your well, problem. You, I, well, I, actually, I believe okay. you have. I, I, so, so go, please tell tell me that it has nothing to do with okay, Merrick Garland. You. So do you think that? Good. I, I start something to go over me again. So, do you think it was okay by McConnell to say yes. that? Yes. Of course it was. Of, co- of course it was. Of course it was. And I'll give but you a consi- and I'll give you and I'll give you a consistent answer. I'll then, give you a consistent then, answer. Dog on it, dude! I can't do this to myself, to the show, or to the listeners. I cannot do it. I'm done. And I love you. And I, I appreciate you. Here's why the McConnell decision not to offer up Merrick Garland was just fine. It was a vacancy within an election year. And in order to reveal consistency, the only reason you wanted Merrick Garland is because you are a liberal. Now, I am a conservative. So let's flip the flip the script. Let's say there was some situation where there was a nominee that I wanted, but it was an outgoing president, lame duck presidents, not presidents, not running for reelection. We got two. There's going to be a new president. No two ways about it. There's going to be a new president. And that was certainly the case in 2016. And let's say that it was a nominee that I wanted offered up. It's like, well, we got got, got the presidency. Let's put somebody. And and, and the idea of a Democrat Senate majority leader said, nope, we're not going to do that because the election we're in. We're in the election season. We're months away. We're going to let the people decide and have a, a rare, somewhat more direct opportunity to pick the next justice. I would say that was fine. 
I would say that was fine, too. That's called consistency. Now, Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts, get ready. We are here today because the United States Supreme Court is broken. It is out of balance, uh, and it needs to be fixed. Too many Americans view our highest court in the land as a partisan political institution. What? (laughs) This is Ed Markey saying this? They want it to be a partisan political institution to do their bidding because they know that their radical agenda tends to to not succeed as well when it's taken through the usual route of the legislature. Not our impartial judicial branch of government. Too many Americans have lost faith in the court as a neutral arbiter of the most important constitutional and legal questions that arise in our judicial system. Neutral arbiter. I want a neutral arbiter. I want justices who call balls and strikes. I am not looking for any result to pad my conservative philosophy. I do not ever look for the Supreme Court to do my political bidding. I don't even speak in terms of conservative justices. I don't. I speak in terms of constitutionalist justices. What's the difference? Because if when you think conservative justice, you think of maybe about somebody in a black robe who's trying to bring about things that conservatives will like. Well, this is the sad fact that only the conservatives seem to care about the Constitution these days. And as I explained, first segment, I don't want Roe v. Wade overturned. I don't want Obergefell versus Hodges overturned. I don't want anything overturned to, to feather my conservative nest. I want the Constitution honored. I didn't enjoy the D.C. versus Heller ruling on gun control, identifying, shocker, that you have a right to have a gun to defend yourself. I didn't want the the Constitution to, uh, the Supreme Court to rule that way because I like guns, even though I really do. That's not why I wanted it. I wanted it because the Second Amendment is in there. The Second Amendment is in there. A right to abortion is not. The Second Amendment is in there. The right to expect your state to recognize your gay marriage is not. It is that simple. It is that simple. And uh, we're in uh, Arlington Heights, Illinois. Sam, hey, Mark Davis, in for Dennis. How are you doing? Hi, Mark. Nice, nice talking with you. Hey. You know, I'm wondering if the Democrats do go ahead and pass a statute that the president signs, uh, increasing the court size. I'm wondering it'll eventually make its way up to the existing Supreme Court where, where the court may have to address this issue. Because remember, it, it may be a constitutional issue, I think. Uh, the Constitution just provides that there shall be one Supreme Court. It doesn't right. specify the high court size. Well, and, and for that reason, and for that reason, we can have nine justices. We can have 13. We can have four. We can have 28. So there's nothing inherently unconstitutional about the court packing procedure. Their motivation is an assault on the Constitution because that's what the left does. Uh, Interesting you mentioned a constitutional remedy. The only constitutional remedy, and I believe you're going to see this start to happen as soon as today, and this is a really high bar because it's hard to amend the Constitution. It should be hard to amend the Constitution, and that is the proposal of an amendment to the Constitution identifying the number of justices at nine. That way you could, then and only then, could you not change it? Well, 
it's kind of a gray area, I think, because the Constitution does not expressly grant Congress the authority to set or modify the size of the Supreme Court. Yeah, it kind of does. There's no express authority. What they do, I think it comes under the Necessary and Proper Clause. No, it's, it, it, I mean, that's the, 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 the prior changes had been congressional, and so this one, this one would be as well. So the first battleground is what, you know, and, and it's, listen, sitting here right now with you, April 15th, 2021, I don't think it's got the votes. I, I, you know, and especially in the Senate, can I count on Joe? Man- I'm tired of having to go to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. We need to elect about ten fresh Republicans in 2022. Can we maybe do that? Mark Davison for Dennis. Be right back. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. It is the Dennis Prager Show for this Thursday, 15th day of April 2021. Mark Davis filling in from the big DFW. Hope all is well with you. Intermixing the uh, the, the, the alarming sound of Ed Markey, Democrat Massachusetts Senator, floating this Judiciary Act of 2021. Also known as court packing, it's when you're just not satisfied with the way things are going on the court. Too much constitutionalism. Too many things being ruled on uh, by what the founders actually said or what we divine their meaning and intent to have been. That doesn't work with today's left. They've got to have judicial activism, the kind of justices who will get in there and rule, not on the words of the Constitution, but on the way they think America ought to be, the way they did with Roe v. Wade. That wasn't about the Constitution. They didn't want any state telling a woman she couldn't get an abortion. So doggone it, they made sure a state couldn't do that. How easy was that? The answer is absurdly easy and profoundly unconstitutional. We are in Livermore, California. Ray, hi. Mark Davison for Dennis. Welcome. Oh, hang on a second. Wrong button. Here we go. Hi, Ray. Mark Davis. Welcome. How you doing? There we go. There we go. Hey, Mark. It's great having you when Dennis isn't here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And and, and the, the left, as, as you've already stated, you kind of ran to something I was going to say, but uh, if the court had six members, as you stated, as it once did, and it was a 4-2 left advantage, they would have no num- problem with the numbers on the court. Mm-hmm. In the of current course. state of nine, if there were a 7-2 leftist advantage, they would have no problem with the number of members on the court. Mm-hmm. They're just mad because they can't control the court for the very reasons you stated, to ramrod leftist agendas that they can't pass through legislation. That uh, couldn't have, couldn't have put it more concisely myself. Exactly right. This is a political power grab. Biden's president, Democrat Senate, Democrat House. If you expand the Supreme Court to thirteen justices tomorrow, Biden gets four fresh liberals to put on the court, and they'll probably all be in their forties and live a half a century, screwing up the country for uh, forever. All righty, we are in Corbin, Kentucky. David, hey, Mark Davis, and for Dennis, how are you doing? 
Doing good, Mark. It's good to hear you again. Thank you. Appreciate it. Taking my call today. Thanks. I'm kind of off topic. I'm a little bit off topic, Mark, but something I was curious. That's all right. I lead an off topic life. (laughs) You know, in the light of this, um, this, this murder of the family last week by the former NFL player that had the, they're attributing it partially to concussions that he received Mm -hmm. may have affected his behavior. With that in mind, I'm I'm curious who is going to be liable for concussions or maiming injuries received by girls in grade school, high school, and college sports when they're playing against males or transitioned or ever what they call it, trans. Right, I know. I think it's oxymoron. Right, in, in, the, in, 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 the, in the sporting environment, in the sporting environment, it tends not to be, for the most part, at least at the moment, girls trying to get into the football team where they will be destroyed and annihilated in a football game. Everybody just right. went, uh, went goo goo gaga when this young lady started kicking for Vanderbilt. They thought, it's kicker. What difference does it make? You ever seen a kicker have to be the last line of defense? You ever see a kicker involved in... Guess what? Sometimes kickers get tackled. Sometimes kickers have to do tackling or surrounded by seven people who weigh 300 pounds. She could have been absolutely liquefied on the the football field. So most of them... most David, we can't both talk at the same time. Sit tight, brother. Be done in a minute. Most of them involve like track or things where you're competing side by side, where the problem is not so much uh, physical destruction of the woman, but the woman being defeated by a biological male. Go ahead. I understand. I guess I was speaking more in terms of partial contact, like like uh, lacrosse or soccer. Yeah, I, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know that there's. What's kind of funny? There is. There. There. There are. We've got some stories here in Texas of uh, of uh, confused gender confused boys trying to get on the girls' wrestling team. You know, so and I and I, I sense the heart of your question is if, as a result of this, it's not just a competitive disadvantage, but what if a young lady gets really horribly hurt because she has been forced into competition with uh, with, with a biological male? Uh, that's well, that's a tough call because as soon as it, 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 I would think that a court solution is probably not in the offing if it if it's been made legal. If it has simply been given a societal blessing, the school you can't sue the school district. School districts say, "Hey, we tried to stop this." If they did, school district didn't make it happen. Uh, people probably will have successfully sued in order to achieve this imbalance. So um, it, it will be a problem with probably uh, no solution. The only solution will be for girls to think whether they even want to be on a certain team if the tide has shifted toward the permissive inclusion of biological males to compete against them. Women's sports are under attack. Mark Davison for Dennis right back. The Dennis Prager Show. And if you do that right now, the first thing you'll notice is, hey, that is not Dennis Prager. That's something that may become apparent even from listening as well. That is true. Just today, Dennis is back tomorrow. Mark Davis filling in from 660 AM, the answer in the big, uh, big, big, big Dallas-Fort Worth. We are loving Texas springtime. Hope things are going well for you wherever you may be. Um, Things are not going well in the country in about 45 different identifiable ways. But uh, let's be happy warriors. Let's dive in with with, with a, a determined optimism and see what we can do it's it's i've i've often compared this to like being in a leftist batting cage where you put on the helmet and you pick up the bat and you just 
just knock every bad idea or try to bat away every bad idea that's coming at you. And they don't come much worse than this. Court packing. Just within the last hour or so, Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts laying down the the quote-unquote logic of court packing, but you and I know what it is. We know what's going on here. Here came uh, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, actual constitutionalists interpreting the Constitution with an eye toward what the founders actually meant rather than with a, 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 a moistened finger to the breeze of momentary societal political whim. Hmm. And that's that, that doesn't work for today's Democrat Party. Senator Ed Markey. And I'm disappointed to say that too many Americans question the court's legitimacy. Well, the left does, because your definition of legitimacy is the kind of judicial activism and tyranny that you seek. The consequence is that the rights of all Americans, but especially uh, people of color, what? women, what? in our immigrant communities are at risk. Okay, a moment here. Uh, if there's anything that the left does, it invents rights that don't exist. It invented a right to abortion. It invented a right to have your gay marriage recognized by every state. It invented. Uh, it clearly wants to invent a right for anybody with a pulse to uh, legally inhabit uh, the United States of America. Uh, the Constitution is there to protect rights that do exist, not to entertain uh, some crazy quilt tapestry of rights that do not exist. And as far as the notion of uh, it, it, this is pure identity politics, the rights particularly, what did he say, of people of color, of women, of immigrants. Do you know why Lady Justice is blind? That statue, that famous statue, you can see it, just uh, do Lady Justice statue, just Google that. And what you may see is the statue that's at 6th in Pennsylvania, in Washington that sits in front of the Department of Justice, as well it should. Lady Justice, and as I describe it, it'll be familiar to you. She sits, and she is blindfolded, and she holds a scale in her hands. The scale is representative of judicial balance, weighing out the things that are before her. A court should weigh carefully this side versus that side. And why the blindfold? Because the court, the judiciary, our entire system should conduct that process without any regard for who is before the bench. It doesn't matter whether you are a man or a woman. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what sex you are. It doesn't matter what what your, your immigrant status is. None of that matters. Everything should be on the merits of the case. There's there, there's no justice for black people or for, or white people. There's no justice for women or men. There's just justice that should be conducted and sought without any regard to pigment or plumbing, as I often refer to it. Race and sex don't matter. Socioeconomic status doesn't matter. It shouldn't. Now, I know full well, if you are rich and have a really good lawyer, you might get a better result in the courtroom. And uh, that's true. That is absolutely true. And that's that's a human failing in a human system. This will never be perfect. But as the left sees more and more rulings from the Supreme Court that come according to the Constitution, rather than the judicial tyranny to which they become accustomed, that's why you have the white-knuckle panic that leads to this, leads to court packing, the Judiciary Act of 2021. 
The concerns the American people have about the high court are legitimate. The concerns are held by liberal and conservative Americans, not uh, conservative Americans are concerned, too. I'm concerned about the Supreme Court. It's called John Roberts uh, has been abducted by aliens and they left us this guy. It's called Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh are not batting a thousand. And I'm sorry, I, people, some people have called me and said, well, they're right like 80 percent of the time. What? They need to be right all the, If you're a constitutionalist, you're right all the time. What, the Constitution only matters 80% of the time? And they are well-founded. The court is broken. And make no mistake about it, the court is broken because leader Mitch McConnell, oh. his Senate Republican colleagues, and Donald Trump broke it. Definition of breakage, no longer run by tyrannical leftist justices. We are in Encino, California. Ruben, Mark Davison for Dennis. How you doing? Hi, how are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. Good. Listen, I'm going to make this short and it's not sweet. And I'm really hoping that you can find a way to refute me. But I believe now, and I hate to say it, that I think really the left's goal is to move into a government situation that's not unlike uh, 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 1984, uh, the kind of big brother government that is a terror of 1984, something like the Soviet Union was. And I think, I hate to say it, I think they've won. As oh, I the, oh the we're, situation. we're, well, game's not over. I mean, let's, let's not throw up our well, hands and say, well, it was, it was, America was nice while it lasted. No, no that's, that's not, that's not wise. You know, I, I, I don't know if we can trust vote counting now. I know. They're already letting enough people in to turn Texas yep. blue. Again, yeah, we'll, I hate we'll making see about that. points. No, it's okay. You know, your, your concerns, see... your, con, your, your concerns are completely valid. Your concerns and your, your concerns are valid. Your cynicism well-placed. So... The question is, what are we going to do about it? All over the country, look at Georgia. Georgia's getting the, the crap punished out of it because uh, it's trying to clean up its elections. Every other state needs to be that courageous. And we all simply need to elect not just Republicans, but the right kind of Republicans to try to undo this mess. I pray we will not lose our focus or lose hope. Mark Davis and Dennis, right back. The Dennis Prager Show. Most of the surfing folks are doing right now is probably involving surfing the web. And if you're doing that, God, is that how, how 2002 is that surfing the web? <laughs> it's like looking something up in the phone book or, uh, or anyway, uh, dialing up your, your modem. Um, um, if you are web surfing, though, uh, DennisPrager.com for all things Dennis. Appreciate you being here. Even when the fill-in guys are here, that would be me, Mark Davis from 660 AM Answer in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, so uh, a lot of this angst, a lot of this uh, Democrat um, uh, mojo toward court packing comes from these they're, – they're, they're still enormously um, uh, wounded by the failure of Merrick Garland to get a hearing. And as I explained to a caller earlier, to achieve consistency – I believe that it's perfectly fair game for a nominee to not be offered up in the election year where you know you're going to get a new president. If the existing president is running again, go for it. You're president every day. You're you're seeking to be president again. That's fine. 2016 was not was not that was not the case. It wasn't the case. Uh, You know, Obama was uh, was was done. And it was time to uh, to determine who the next president would be. 
and uh, it was either going to be it was, it was either going to be Trump or Hillary. And um, as such, consistency requires that uh, that that if if I had the opportunity to have a, con- a conservative nominee offered up, that I would be okay if that nominee were denied because because a Democrat president or a Democrat uh, majority leader said, "Hey, open seat, open seat. Here comes a." Uh, here comes a new president. Let's let the people decide to let that new president make the pick. I'd say that's okay, even if it meant on my side might lose. Senator Ed Markey earlier today. They violated historic norms governing Supreme Court appointments. They created a precedent that the Senate would not confirm a justice right. to the Supreme Court right. during a presidential year, yes. refusing to give now Attorney General Merrick Garland a hearing and a vote. That's right. They held the seat open for months and months and then allowed Donald Trump to appoint Neil Gorsuch. Exactly. And if Hillary had won, she would have been allowed to appoint Merrick Garland or anybody she pleased. That was called giving the American people, giving the voters a shot at making the Supreme Court a campaign issue, which was fantastic. They claimed that the proximity to a presidential election meant the seat had to be held open right. until the people, through their votes right. for president, yes. could decide who should fill it. Senator McConnell even wrote that because we were, quote, in the midst of a presidential election process, we believe that the American people should seize the opportunity to weigh in. <laughs> what, what a horrible concept. What, what a, a terrible, terrible noxious, sinister idea to allow people to have a, a choice at a Supreme Court uh, pick by with, a, with the ensuing election. Uh, go figure. Mark Davis in for Dennis Prager. Sit tight. We're just getting warmed up. Grab a line. one prager 776 It's Thursday. Glad you're here. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 